What is up, millionaires? Listen, episode eight of the First Generation Millionaire Podcast is brought to you by none other than Set TV. Set TV, ladies and gentlemen, 500 plus channels, free on demand movies, free pay-per-view, uh, HD streaming, all that phenomenal stuff that I talk about every week. $20 for 500 channels. Check us out, www.thefgm.co slash set there's no more to say start your free trial today let's start the show we have to attach ourselves to these people because there is hope there is hope ladies and gentlemen there are a lot of antonios out there they're at the bottom of their class right now there are a lot of antonios out there that shouldn't have graduated that should not be graduating this year but we're just pushing them out of the door because it's easier to push them away than to lift them up them up them up, them up, them up. What is up, millionaires? What is up, millionaires? Let me start my video. Today I'm going to record this on video because I, I, I have a feeling this is going to be some epic stuff today. So I want to record it, right? <laughs> Listen, welcome to the First Generation Millionaire Podcast. I am your host, Antonio Starr. This is episode eight of the First Generation Millionaire Podcast. And this one is going to be fun. Well, I don't know how fun it's going to be, but this one is definitely going to be funny. <laughs> I don't know how fun it's going to be, but it's going to be funny and insightful, right? So for those of you who do not know, um, I'm about to release my third book. I'm about to release my third book in May of 2018. If you're listening to this well, well beyond May 2018, Please go buy the book. It's called Not Afraid to Be First. It's called Not Afraid to Be First. I'm very proud of this work. Very proud of, of the, the energy and the information and the in, in, in introspection that I put into this book. So to complement the book, you know, um, we're doing a speaking tour. We're going out and we're going to speak to kids, young adults, adults, educators, administrators. Anyone that really wants to listen, anyone that that's either in a position to be impacted or in a position to be impactful, we're going to speak with them um, surrounding this book and everything that you know came about and from this book, right? So more information on that to come. But as another supportive mechanism, I decided that I wanted to go and get a copy of my high school transcripts, right? I graduated from Lawton Senior High School in Lawton, Oklahoma, home of the Wolverines. Hunter, yo. Hunter, MF, yo. <laughs> I still don't know what Hunter, yo means, but uh, that's that's my alma mater. That's where I graduated. That's where I met my wife, right? Lawton High School. So a lot of people didn't believe me. I used to tell them, well, I, I, I still tell people that you know, I graduated high school with a, with a 1.9 GPA. I had to go to summer school in order to graduate, all of this stuff, right? And, you know, uh, back then I was simply, you know, a caterpillar, right? I was going through my caterpillar phase. And then I, I metamorphosized into this really beautiful and bountiful um, butterfly, Right. But people, they didn't believe me. Right. People, a lot of people have to see it to believe it. So what happened is I got my transcripts in the mail and I'm expecting to see that, you know, the one point nine GPA. I know the grades weren't as savvy as they should be. 
But um, to my surprise, I go through and I, if you if you can hear this paper, okay, that's the, these are my transcripts. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what wasted talent looks like. Well, I'm gonna at least tell you how wasted talent appears on paper, right? I graduated high school in 1993. 1993, I graduated high school. We finished my senior year was finished May 27th of 1993. I graduated. July 29th of 1993. Why is that? Because I had to attend summer school to get half a credit, half a credit, so that I could graduate summer uh, high school, right? But I'm going through and I'm looking at my grades, you guys, and it's 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 crazy. For example, ninth grade, ninth grade, I was at Fountain Fort Carson High School in uh, Fountain, Colorado. For those of you who do not know, I'm an, I'm an Army brat, so we traveled a lot. A lot meaning from the sixth grade until I graduated. I was at a different school every single year. Ninth grade. Ninth grade. The highest grade that I got in the entire 1989 to 1990 school year, which is my freshman year. The highest grade that I got was a C. (laughs) The highest grade that I got was a C. And that was in physical education. Let me stop this music. How in the hell did I get a C in physical education? Who gets a C in physical education? PE, lunch, home ec. Those are supposed to be automatic A's, right? (laughs) No, I got a C. That was the highest grade that I got in my entire ninth grade year. Let me read this to you. Algebra 1. Pay attention to that, too. Algebra 1. Ninth grade, I'm in Algebra 1. F. Basic Civics. D. Business Data Processing. F. With an asterisk. An F with an asterisk. What does an F with an asterisk mean, Antonio? Down at the bottom, the asterisk says, credit given. That means I failed that class, but they still gave me half a credit for whatever reason. Probably because the teacher didn't want to see me again. Probably because the teacher was like, I'd rather wash my hands of you than to have to dirty my hands with you again. (laughs) Right. Got an F in business data processing. Computer science one D English one F in my first semester D in my second semester. I still passed it. General civics D health D P E again C. Physical science, D, first and second semester. Practical math. I don't know why I was taking algebra one and practical math. Failed that too. <laughs> Got an F in algebra one and an F in practical math. Spanish, D. And here's something interesting about Spanish. I did learn something in Spanish, right? Because the the, the one sentence, the one interaction, I remember we were going through and uh, we had to do this conversation, like two guys were talking. And although this was back in 1989, I still remembered part of it. And I still I still, um, I still, still tell it to people. I still recite it to people when someone asks me to speak Spanish. It goes something like this. Hola. So one guy says to the other guy, hola. And the other guy says, hola, como esta? And the dude's like, muy bien, y tú? And the dude, other dude's like, uh, uh, I see, I see. And then the other guy was like, Por qué? And then the dude was like, por qué? And this is why I mess up. 
¿Por qué está enamorado? Right? Which basically means, because, man, I'm in love. Right? And I don't remember the rest of it, but it has something to do with a beautiful girl, Muy Wapa, so on and so forth. I remember that from 1989. I got a D in Spanish. And it goes on and on and on, ladies and gentlemen. My grade point average in my ninth grade year was 0.93. 0.93. Not 2.93, not 3.93, not 1.93. My GPA was 0.923 in ninth grade. 10th grade, my GPA was 1.6. I did a little better in 10th grade because I don't know why. Um, I just did, right? Pre-algebra, uh, that stands out. Mind you, I did algebra 1 in ninth grade. 10th grade, I was in pre-algebra. F, first semester, F, second semester, asterisk, asterisk, credit given. They just passed me. They just passed me. And here's why they passed me. And I won't go through this whole thing, but here's why they passed me. Because my teachers knew and they said it. They said it in their reports. They said it in their phone calls. They said it in the meetings with my parents. Antonio has so much potential. Antonio has so much talent. He just needs to apply himself. He needs to apply himself. He's distracted. Antonio just wants to be the class clown. I know that he can do the work. Wasted talent. Wasted talent is what I was, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 11th grade. Let's go through this really quick. 11th grade. Algebra 1. Again. I'm in Algebra 1 again that I failed in the ninth grade. First semester Algebra 1. This was the 11th grade. This was in Gießen, Germany. First semester D. Wow. I passed. Second semester, F. JRTC, computer science, I got a C. Desktop publishing, I got a B. I remember that class and I remember that teacher. I don't remember his name, but he was a really, really cool guy, really, really smart guy. English 3, um, C and a D. Material tech, which is shop, D. And that's mainly because of my friend um, Juan Torado. Juan was a huge distraction in the 11th grade in shop and I participated in all of his foolishness along with Milton Hall. So if you know one, Toronto and Milton Hall, stay away from those guys. They're bad, bad news. Personal fitness B, Spanish, one, C and an F. US history C and D. I got another 1.6 GPA in my eleventh grade year. Now here's the thing, my senior year, this was at Lawton High. My senior year, I won't go through all of this stuff, but it's a bunch of C's and D's. The highest grade I got for my entire senior year was an A and PE. That doesn't count. A B in home ec. Everything else, C's and D's and F's, ladies and gentlemen. I failed driver's ed. Why did you fail driver's ed? I was the best driver in driver's ed. I was the best driver in driver's ed. But we had a mandatory project that we had to turn in, and it was a bunch of – we had to turn in a, a portfolio, a journal – with a bunch of clippings about traffic accidents, traffic reports, anything related to driving. I never applied myself enough to do that. And I didn't think the teacher would fail me because I was the best driver in the class. I failed. Therefore, I was supposed to be retained in the 12th grade, but they allowed me to go and do world history in summer school because I got an N in world history. I don't know what in the hell N means, but I, it's something involving me not passing. I think an N is worse than an F. <laughs> now, oh, lastly, we had 272 kids in our graduating class. I was ranked 271. 
We had 272 kids in our graduating class. I was ranked 271. I was the 271st smartest kid <laughs> out of 272. Just think about it. Two guys below me failed. That's how far I was at the bottom. So when I tell people I literally graduated in the bottom of my class, it, th that is true. But then I tell them I, I went from the bottom, graduating at the bottom of my class to helping people get to the top of their potential. To helping people get to the top of their potential. So, again, today we're talking about wasted talent versus hoisted talent, ladies and gentlemen. Wasted talent versus hoisted talent. We're all talented in some way, shape, form, or fashion. There's something that all of us can contribute to the world. There's something that all of us can contribute to society, to society, ladies and gentlemen. We just have to figure out what it is. We just have to hoist ourselves. And we have to be able to identify the talent that's within other people and hoist them up as well. In school, a lot of people gave up on Antonio. In school, a lot of people much rather put an asterisk by my F to pass me right then to uh, uh go through the painful task of helping antonio find his inspiration they'd rather just get rid of me than to 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 help than to help me get ahead and i can't blame it on them you know what i mean i can't blame it on the teachers i can't blame it on any of those people because you know it, you know some people feel like listen if if it's not important to you then it's not going to be important to us if it's not important to you, then it's not going to be important to us, Antonio. And I understand that and I respect that. But now we're on a mission, ladies and gentlemen, to help as many people as possible, to help as many kids as possible realize and recognize their talents and, and hoist and attach ourselves to them and lift them up and lift them up and let them know, listen, it's not over. You're, we're not going to be that person. We're not going to be that teacher. We're not going to be that parent. We're not going to be that guardian. We're not going to be that friend that just says, you know what? What you have now is all that you will have. What you achieve now is all that you will achieve. You will not be able to go to the next level because of the things that you refuse to do. <laughs> Excuse me. We have to attach ourselves to these people because there is hope. There is hope, ladies and gentlemen. There are a lot of Antonios out there that are at the bottom of their class right now. There are a lot of Antonios out there that shouldn't have graduated, that should not be graduating this year. But we're just pushing them out of the door because it's easier to push them away than to lift them up. Right? But there's greatness in everyone. I mean, I, I went on with... Uh, uh, 1.2. Matter of fact, I didn't tell you that. My overall GPA was a 1.2. <laughs> I had to look that up because I don't know a lot about GPAs. I had to look that up, but that's that's a D, right? The low end of a D. 1.0 is a D, and I have a 1.2. 1.2 GPA. My ACT accumulative score was 13, I think, if I'm reading this correctly. 13. No, the composite score is 15. I don't even know if that's good, ladies and gentlemen. But the point is, even with these bad grades, even with um, the GPA that I have, even with me not going to college, I would wouldn't have been able to get in anybody's college anyway. But even with that, I was still able to go on and 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 build a beautiful family, wife, two kids, uh, daughter graduated college uh, with honors. She went on to start a very successful career. My son is about to graduate. Um, he's going to go on and do the exact same thing. Um, 
I, I, I was very successful in corporate America. I was very successful in corporate America, multiple six figures, you know, um, I found myself in management and leadership positions where I was in charge of people that had bachelor's and, and master's degrees and graduated at the top of their class and, you know, the 3.5 club, so on and so forth. And here I was, the guy that barely graduated high school, <laughs> the, the guy that had to go to summer school in order to graduate, but went on to do all these great things. I've started several businesses, several brands, first generation millionaire brand is successful, brand Antonio Starr is successful, um, things that we've done in network marketing, the things that we've done just in personal and leadership development for, again, young adults, adults, professionals, all alike. On paper, I was destined to be a failure. On paper, I was destined to be a statistic. But no. Somewhere down the line, I was able to hoist my talent. Somewhere down the line, I was able to meet someone. Somewhere down the line, I was able to experience something that changed everything for me. So again, I talked about this in the earlier podcast is those experiences. We have to continue exposing ourselves to the experiences. We have to continue exposing our kids to the experiences because something is going to happen down the line. that's going to click for them and it's going to change their whole trajectory in life. And it's going to shift the world. And it's going to impact hundreds and hundreds, possibly thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of people. We have to continue having these experiences, ladies and gentlemen. What you see on paper is not you. Do not let what def- what's on paper define you, define you. But at the same time, you have to start defining yourself as early as possible. That's for all my young people. You have to start defining yourself as early as possible. Don't write yourself off. It's one thing for someone else to write you off. It's something totally different when you start to write yourself off. When you start to write yourself off, it's time to hoist yourself to something that's higher, that's bigger, that's greater than you. That's really what saved me. That's really what saved me. You know, my my daughter was a big saving grace for me um, because when we found out that she was coming, it forced me to um, put myself on a back burner. It forced me to connect myself to something that was bigger, way bigger than me. Right. My purpose was way bigger. My purpose was way bigger than my daughter, because I used to look at my daughter and think, listen, I have to do everything I can to make her the biggest, best, brightest, boldest person that she can be, because she's going to impact hundreds, thousands, hundred thousands, millions of people. So I'm responsible for what she does as well. And when you look at life from that perspective, when you attack life from that perspective, when you move from that perspective of, yo, it's bigger than me, then you start to separate yourself literally and figuratively, spiritually as well. You start to separate yourself from everything else that's going on. You start to separate yourself from all the selfless things that you were doing when you're sitting and and you're not applying yourself and you're sitting in class and you're like, you know what? I don't want to do this work because I don't want to feel, I don't feel like doing this work, but you have to understand kids. You have to understand the work that you're doing is not just for you. The work that you're doing is really truly for the world. Something that you're learning in class every single day is really truly for the world. When I go back to computer science and desktop publishing in, 
in uh, 11th grade in Gießen, Germany. Like I said, I don't remember the teacher's name, but I remember the impact that he had on me. I remember the way that he communicated with people in the class. I remember the way that he included people in the class. I remember the way that he spoke from a world perspective and not a singular perspective. And that resonated with me. So that's part of the reason why. That's why the highest grade that I got all year in the 11th grade year was in his class. He taught computer science and desktop publishing. And I was interested in computers as well. But he just didn't know it. But I was hoisted to his belief system. I had hoisted myself to his perspective. I had hoisted myself to his worldview of things. And it made me a better person. It opened me up, ladies and gentlemen. So wasted talent versus hoisted talent. The difference between a wasted talent and a hoisted talent is the experiences, the exposure, and the people that come between that wasted and that hoisted. The experiences, the exposure, and the people. And the people, we have to continue to expose ourselves and our people and our kids to different things because somewhere out there in the world, they're going to experience something that's going to be like, wow, wait a second. This is way bigger than me. Wait a second. I'm really, really tripping right now. Wait a second. Why am I running around here with a point nine point or a point nine two three GPA when the world needs me? Why am I running around here with a point a 1.2 overall GPA when the rest of the world needs me, when my family needs me, when the difference between me being the, in, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? The difference between me continuing the cyclical cycle, me continuing the cycle of underachieving, me continuing the cycle of, you know, middle of the road thinking, me continuing the cycle of barely making it. It's bigger than me. If I'm the first one in my family that can come and pull off a 3.5 GPA, what is that going to do for the future generations that I'm responsible for? I'm not just responsible for Antonio. I'm responsible for Antonio, Antonio's kids, Antonio's kids, kids, and Antonio's kids, kids, kids. And I'm also responsible for my neighbor's kids and their kids. And I'm also responsible for that stranger that I may meet at the store with their kids and what I say and do and how I present myself. I'm responsible for them because their their aha moment, their click may come in the midst of a conversation that they overhear me having with their parents. And it can change everything about life. That's why people bring in these speakers. That's why people hire people like me to come in and speak to classes, because it's like at some point, somebody's going to come in here and say something that's going to click with that little kid right there. Somebody's going to say something that's going to click with little Johnny and little Jessica, and it's going to change their entire life. That's why they hire people like us. Because the more exposure, the more expo the more exposure points that a person has, that a kid has, the more likely something is going to change the trajectory of their life. So we got to start hoisting these kids, ladies and gentlemen. Stop pushing kids like me out the door, which I'm glad that it happened for me because, you know, I was able to, to change things and turn things around. But there are a lot of kids with grades similar to mine that are pushed out and they're pushed away for the rest of their lives. And they become statistics. But it's up to us to change it. 
Listen, I know this was a different episode today, but it's something that I really wanted to talk about. If you follow me on Facebook, um, Antonio Starr with two R's, I posted a copy of my transcripts with you know all the important stuff taken out. And that particular screenshot that I have is what I'm going to show the kids as I'm speaking. But you you know you you really have to see it for yourself. Just follow me on Facebook, Antonio Starr with two R's. It's also on my Instagram. Antonio Starr with two R's, you know, share it. And, you know, if you know any educators, you know, administrators, listen, let make sure they know that, listen, we're about to go out on the road. We're about to do this speaking tour even throughout the summer. So your summer leadership courses, right? Um, your summer retreats, right? It, even if it's in your places of worship, even if it's at, you know, community events, community service events, be sure to reach out to me. Be sure to reach out to me. Just email me booking at antoniostar.com. That's A-N-T-O-N-I-O-S-C-A-R-R. Booking at antoniostar.com. I would love to come out and speak to your group. I would love to come out and speak to your kids. I would love to come out and speak to the adults from a perspective of a kid that's been here as well as an adult that has made the changes and is promoting this mindset to other kids. Antonio Star, ladies and gentlemen, it's the First Generation Millionaire Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure, listen, be sure to go to iTunes and take a millisecond to, to rate our podcast. Give us five stars and leave a review. That's very, very important to us because the more interaction we get in the feedback section, the more exposure we will get to the world. And again, it's about exposure. So check us out. On, on iTunes, the First Generation Millionaire Podcast. Just rate, subscribe, and, and leave us a, you know, a great comment. Let us know if anything resonated with you. Also, the website, AntonioStar.com. You can get your First Generation Millionaire gear at FirstGenerationMillionaire.com. FirstGenerationMillionaire.com. Not afraid to be first. The book is coming in May of 2018. We're going to start those pre-sales up very soon. When you go to my website, AntonioStar.com, um, you know, you can get a you can get a copy of the first chapter of the book. You can get your free swipe of the first chapter of the book. Also, go on my list so I can notify you when the book is on pre-sale. We're doing autographed copies. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be tremendous, ladies and gentlemen. First generation millionaire podcast. Listen, y'all have a great one. If you need me, I am here for anything that you may need. Thank you, millionaires. And if you're not. Let's go out there and make some millions, baby. Peace.